Chapter 6 The Lorentz Machine and Colossus The Enigma was an offline cipher machine whose output was then transferred via Morse code. In addition to this machine, German cryptographers were also working on an online cipher machine which used the international five-unit teleprinter code. The big advantage was that encryption and transmission, as well as reception and decryption, could be done simultaneously. Furthermore, the number of possible keys was much higher than for the Enigma. The Lorenz SZ40 and its successor, the SZ42, crypt analysts in Bletchley Park called it Tunny, were the main machines used for this kind of communication in the Wehrmacht. They were mainly used for high-level military messages. A second machine, the Siemens and Halsker T-52 Geheimschreiber, called Sturgeon, was used by the Luftwaffe. Morse code uses long DA and short DIT electronic pulses as basic units. Every letter needs between one to four basic units. For example, E is DIT, K is DA DIT DA. In contrast, Teleprinter code uses regular patterns of electronic pulses as the basic units. For example, a pulse is considered 1, no pulse, 0. A letter always consists of 5 basic units. For example, Q is 00010. The Tuni machine consisted of 12 rotors, each with different numbers of positions, ranging from 23 to 61. The three Enigma rotors all had 26 positions. In contrast to the Enigma, the plain text was not enciphered through these rotors. For every letter of the plain text, another letter was generated by the rotors. Those letters were the key, and then merged with the plain text to generate the cipher text using the mathematical rules exclusive disjunction, also called exclusive OR. These rules for adding basic units were used for both enciphering and deciphering. If a letter was added to another letter a second time, the original letter was the result. Tunny was called Schlüsselzusatz, German for cipher attachment, and as its name suggests, was attached to a teleprinter. Messages were entered via a keyboard or automatically read from a tape, then enciphered and transmitted. Before 1942, in the experimental phase of the Tully machine, the rotor settings, also called indicator setting, were sent as clear text before the enciphered message. Then the German army started the regular use and therefore introduced a codebook, the so-called QEP book, which included those settings. Only the three-digit number of the chosen setting was transmitted as clear text. Crypt-analytic efforts in Bletchley Park concentrated mainly on Tunney because the whole process of interception and code-breaking was much more complex than it was for Enigma messages. Transmission of the messages occurred at high speed, therefore interception was difficult. The analysts had to work extremely accurately, which made mechanization necessary. Otherwise, it would have been necessary to shift resources from the Enigma decryption to this project, and that would have resulted in a decrease of deciphered Enigma messages immediately. The intelligence that the codebreakers got from Tunny messages was called FISH. The Tunny network grew steadily from 1942, 
It was used for communications between headquarters in Berlin and the commanders of army groups and also of armies. The number of monthly messages was lower than for the Enigma, but the significance of their content was exceptional, in other words, strategic plans of German armies. In August 1941, a message with about 4,000 characters was sent from Athens to Vienna twice. It was repeated because of transmission problems. The messages had minor differences due to mistakes of the sending operator, but had the same key. This occurrence was called in-depth by the crypt analysts and was, quote, a gift from heaven, unquote, for Bletchley Park. The British codebreaker John Tiltman succeeded in decrypting the message and his colleague Bill Trutt managed to lay bare the functional details of the machine within the next six months without ever seeing it. The codebreakers in Bletchley Park were looking for messages with similar rotor settings and successfully deciphered nearly all fish messages until October 1942 when the Germans stopped sending the indicator setting and introduced the QEP book. Trutt developed a mathematical method where the wheel settings were compared to a string of intercepted ciphertext until the one setting with the best statistical fit was found. This method was successful, but it was so sophisticated and time-consuming that a mechanized solution was needed to keep up with the increasing amount of fish messages, a job for Max Newman. His first prototype, named Heath Robinson, was built from January to June 1943. It was fed with two teleprinter tapes. One included the intercepted fish message, the other the rotor settings. The individual characters of the two tapes were automatically read and merged position by position. Electronic counters then showed the scores. The machine worked, but was not fast enough and was prone to errors. As it was mainly built on slow relays, the synchronization of the two tapes also limited the speed. A new machine, named Colossus, was designed, this time fully electronic, with about 1,600 electronic valves and only one tape input for the fish message. The rotor settings were generated electronically and the machine operated at 5,000 characters per second. Later models processed up to 25,000 characters per second with 2,400 valves. It was delivered to Bletchley Park in January 1944 and was successful from the very beginning. Immediately, more colossi were ordered. A method was designed so that colossus could also be used to discover the wheel patterns. This resulted in the enhanced Colossus II. By the end of 1944, seven colossi were in operation. Fish intelligence was of utmost importance for the Allied invasion. In France, the Wehrmacht mainly used landlines for their Enigma communications, which made interception impossible. But there was a tunny link between Berlin and the commander-in-chief in the West, General Feldmarschall Gerd von Rundstedt. The deciphered fish messages unveiled plans for countering the Allied invasion, as well as information about the state and disposition of German divisions. The Allies were also fully informed about the Soviet advances on the Eastern Front, thanks to fish intelligence.